0: Welcome to Flights of Fantasy, your podcast book club. I am one of your hosts, Christina, and I'm joined, as always, by my book besties, Kim and Anna. Hi! Hello! Hello! <laughs> hello. Happy Six of Crows episode! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> this is a national holiday for, for Kim. Yeah, This is yeah, Six of it Crows is. Day. It's a big deal.
1: I am so excited. Kim I, has been it's... trying to get
2: us to read these books. Since oh. we started our since our we started club a year yeah. ago, before yeah. we were
1: even a podcast. Literally, I was like, "But when we are we actually, going to we're, read?" I
2: think we were we were going to read them last fall, and then there was the Shadow and Bone Netflix series coming out, and so we we're like, yeah. "Well, we might as well just like put it off and like till it's a little yep. bit closer."
0: And that was pain
1: that was painful for me, but I was patient. <laughs> Not really, you were I, very patient. I talked about it all the time, yes. and then when finally, and you know
0: what, girl, it's happening. We've paid off and
1: it's here, and I'm so excited. <laughs> oh my god Guys, I just like was waiting <laughs> for these texts for certain lines and then y'all how both, excited are
0: you right now on a scale of one to ten a
1: thousand percent like <laughs> <laughs> I can barely contain myself
0: you're doing I'm, actual cheer moves like I haven't I am, seen you do cheer moves since I saw you cheerlead in high school and you're doing it's been
1: well. it's been a while I'm already a little bit out of breath oh you look sharp girl <laughs> okay. Okay, first of all, before yeah. we get into it, yeah. I just yeah. I just want to know, was it everything you thought it was going to be? Did I hype it up too much? Nope. Just like quick quick overview thoughts from both of you on the first book.
0: Perfect amount of hype. Perfect amount. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes. I have okay. to say. So, I read Shadow and Bone, I think the most recent of us, and I really I personally very much enjoyed it. But I am, like, now hooked on her as an author from these books. Absolutely. Yeah. Loved it! Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, Kim. I, I just, I, I thought Six of Crows was incredible. So
1: I good! I loved the
2: plot. I enjoyed the heist aspect of yes. it. The heist is so, the, fun. The, yes, so, so fun. There there's so many different points of view, and mm-hmm. um, the characters, the backstories, oh. everything. I just, I really, I was along for the ride, and I loved
1: it. Oh, it's, Such I'm a ride! I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I, yeah, I'm so happy, because I, you know when you... You, like, love a book so much that it's like, was it really that good, or did I just like hype it up so much that now yes. there's like no way it could live <laughs> up to the hype? In my head, yes. And I was so nervous and I was like, Are they gonna love it? Are they gonna love it? Like, it was like my <laughs> baby or something. Like, Turns I didn't out, write it. We loved it, <laughs> did, did loved it, but I was, <laughs> you know, I felt very protective of it. I was like, Please
0: love I, it. Yeah, I mean, of. A- well, I mean, as you should. I, I am not protective of it. I am now like Well, I mean, if anyone says anything bad about Kaz, you've right, gotta go through right. first. There's you dare. Like they when they were in the prison and that guy the guy called him cripple, I was like, Fuck you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How dare you! you he, know. It's okay.
0: He he went killing and, and just He like, handled
1: himself, but yeah, really he Really handled like, it. Don't speak about him no, that way. I know. Okay. Don't you so know when level. he's bit them. <laughs> Do you know his backstory? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> that okay. I think is like The best part. Is, oh. back, is personally for me it's the backstories agreed mm-hmm. and how she does and how they weave okay wait before yeah, before but, okay. we get to anything spoilery
0: we need to get yes. business things and then we okay, can jump. so
1: before we dive in um, I do want to give a, both a spoiler warning and a trigger warning so obviously we mm-hmm. will be discussing the contents of Six of Crows and spoiling all yes. of that we will also be uh, briefly discussing Shadow and Bone and also I, I definitely want to give a trigger warning this book deals with some pretty dark and heavy Topics um, such mm-hmm. as PTSD, trauma, physical abuse, mm-hmm. sexual abuse. Um, they talk about prostitution and yes. just just some really dark and intense topics. So um, please listen with caution um, on those fronts. Yes, definitely. All right. Okay. Here we, we go, go. With, go with that, uh-huh. let's dive in. Let's dive in. Let's do it. Dive I'm in. so excited. <laughs> can't contain myself. I can't believe it's finally here. We should
0: play a drinking game every time Kim says you're so excited. We if
1: I, it, okay, if you're listening and you do that, like, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, it could get rails off real quickly. Okay, let's dive in. All right, where do we want to start
2: here? I mean, let's start like we always do. World building. With the world.
1: Oh my gosh, guys, this world and the building of it. <laughs> <laughs> the building of it.
2: Well, as we know, uh, Kim's biggest thing with all of the series you read is the world building. Like, that's what yeah. she looks for. That's her thing. Um,
1: I'm I big can, in the world building. I can building. see
2: why you love this book because I think one of the hard things that I had with Shadow and Bone from my memory was that I actually struggled with some of the world build building initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I think in the opening the opening chapter of Six of Crows, it, it's, it's kind of like an excerpt, right? It, it mm-hmm. starts you off. Yeah. And I was a little bit confused at first because I couldn't remember some of, like, what all the different orders of the Grisha were. So I had Mm -hmm. to pause it. I had to go like recap myself, like look it up on Google. And uh, Kim, like just having never read Shadow and Bone, did you, was it confusing for you? Yeah. Was that confusing? That,
1: that first part, that first chapter was very confusing. Well, and so I had just heard like that the Shadow and Bone series was good, not great. Um, Nothing, nothing like wrong with it. Just it's her first series and everyone just kind of says like, you can tell how much she has matured as a writer compared to this series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, And so everybody said like, you don't really need to read Shadow and Bone to read Six of Crows because it's set in the same world, but in a completely different place. And yes, they do reference the Grisha. Obviously that's a huge part of it, but it's not yeah. really that important in terms of the story. I would agree with that.
0: I would agree I was with gonna that. Say, I could see that. I could definitely see that there's, it's not as Mm. integral that
1: first part I was very confused I was like what's happening oh my gosh I read Shadow and
0: Bone and I was confused
1: I was very stressed out by that first part but but then you kind of they don't really get into the nitty gritty of it again like the different orders and all that stuff so I kind of and it really isn't needed like in the overall plot no No, it's Mm -mm. not
0: but and I I think that first chapter was an interesting choice because it's an interesting way to be like oh here is what this drug kind of does like it it sets the the world a little bit and where Grisha are in the world and kind of but then we jump out of it. No, and- oh,
2: I actually thought it was really eerie and kind of... So I really liked how when uh, Van Eck, you know, captures Kaz and mm-hmm. um, he then takes Kaz back. Because I was like, okay, are we ever going to get back to this like first chapter? Yes. And Van, and Van Eck takes him back Take to Takes him was, there. To the... To the um, what is it? Like a boathouse? Yeah, the boathouse. Yeah, or something. And all of the soldiers are standing there because she... That Grisha had given the order after she took the drug and said wait, but she didn't specify for like how long. And they're still waiting. They're still waiting. Their bodies are like just dying. They're
1: dying. Yeah, that was so creepy. Yeah, it was well done. It was super well done. Loved that. I I just,
2: I, I thought she did a really excellent job setting up the plot in the in the like world that she's created. Which I will say. Um, Okay.
0: So I was really yearning for a map. Of Ketterdam. Yes. I love the map of the ice court and I love the big map of the whole Mm. land and I was like man I wish I had it. I just really love the maps like I use the maps when I'm reading too. Oh I'm constantly referencing. Yeah I really wished we had a map of Ketterdam. Yes. And then this morning I was like "Mm, I'm not gonna start it but I just want to hold my Crooked Kingdom book. Like I just want to look at it and I want to (laughs) hold it. I just want to hold it. And I want to take it off the bookshelf and put it on my bedside table so that tonight (gasps) I can read it and I opened just the first page Guess what we get Stop. in the next book? Do we get a map? A map of Ketterdam. And oh. it is detailed and it is beautiful. Perfect. Yep. Look at it.
1: Look Lee, at it. you came through for us. Oh, <gasps> oh that's, that's gorgeous. Anyways, that's a good one. So get
0: excited for that in book two. But that yes, is exciting. I did like the map of the ice court, though. That was really cool. Um, that was but it really was like cool. The world building was not so much about the Grisha world it was more about Ketitim and like the world that the uh-huh. members of the gang lived in and the dynamics yeah. of the gang were the world building priority which I thought were super interesting
1: yeah and I just felt like you could f- like I just felt like I was there like I, 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 I was so immersed in that world and like the narrow alleyways and the brothels and yeah and just like, all of these like it the, always the, I don't
0: think she ever said it but it felt like it was rainy like it was just like yeah, rainy very rainy you. very dark
1: with like the river yeah. rushing by yeah. you and the barges coming in like she just does such an incredible job it was just so atmospheric so incredible this this world like i just I just, like, wanted to see a visual, like, of just Kaz, like, limping through. The, oh,
0: with the In, cane. in the barrel
1: with yeah. the cane. That
2: opening scene with him is so yes. brilliant. Like, when oh, so good. In- Inej is climbing the rooftops. Uh-huh. It was just, it was a great introduction to the characters. It was mm-hmm. a, fin- oh.
0: it was actually, a fa- it was fantastic.
2: She, and it like, immediately yeah. grabs you.
0: She does a right. great job of introducing her characters in a way mm-hmm. that you want to know more. She does this with uh-huh. all of them. All their backstories, the way we find out about the characters, you were just dying to know. You're, like, dying yeah. to, to know things and about them. And she
2: seamlessly blends their backstories yes. as you're reading. Do you yes. know what I mean? It's not yes. just, like, an info yes. dump or it's thrown totally. in there as, like, a hodgepodge. No. Mess.
1: All of their backstories and what she reveals about them, is the it adds the perfect amount of, like, depth to the character without you being like, okay, why are we learning all this? Like, every single absolutely. piece it just added more to the current story. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was well, just, she's so good, And it so felt, good, you it guys. didn't feel like, sometimes when you're in a plot and then you're like, oh, another flashback. Like, sometimes yes. you're like, I don't want to leave the current plot. Why are you taking me to a flashback? And it didn't yes. feel like that ever. It felt no. like you were excited to learn what she was showing you because it was immediately uh-huh. action what she was showing you. We weren't just like yes. flailing yes. around in, in the past, yes. you know? Yeah um and the way she used it so effectively for Kaz and Matthias and Nina I thought the way she told us their story was genius love
1: it love it genius like I love their backstory so
0: interesting so good um okay so let's before we get too far into plot stuff let's talk about the different POVs yes okay
1: so what did y'all think about the switching of the POVs did you think it was well done oh I loved it what are your thoughts on that
2: I, I really I really enjoyed it I think it can be very very tricky to have five points of view in a book. Mm -hmm. Um, And I thought she did it very well. And I also could usually, I didn't have an issue telling who was, I didn't Mm -hmm. have an issue figuring out who was talking. They have very
1: distinct
0: voices. I feel like it was a big undertaking to have five points of view in general. Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. doing five points of view in third person. So it's, we're not in their heads. So we're seeing like through their eyes. Mm, It's uh it's not, they're not saying I. So instead we're talking about them. It's third person and it's right. five oh, yeah. point of view. So yeah. it, was su- it was a very, I think, challenging thing. Very hard to do effectively. Uh-huh. Um, yes. And keep us excited. I think typically when I read books with multiple POVs, nine times out of ten, there's one POV. I'm like, eh, about. And I right. honestly breeze right. through those chapters.
1: Yes. Oh, I same. And I didn't. 100%. I
0: didn't feel that
1: way about any of them. No, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think she did such a fantastic job at making every character so distinct and making you. Why
0: do we think Wyland didn't have one?
1: Oh, I, I have a theory. You know what I never noticed that I never okay, noticed okay, that until okay. y'all y'all brought we it up. We were talking
0: about it. I just, yeah, because so it's interesting never that it's that. six of crows and there's five points of view, and we so were like.
2: Who doesn't have I one? Have, why, like? I have two different things. I have two different theories on that one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Or, or maybe, and maybe both are, like, sort of true. Um, I wonder if he doesn't have a point of view because he's technically, well, neither is Matthias, though. He's technically not a part of the dregs. And so I thought maybe, like, that's why. But neither is Matthias. Right? I thought mm-hmm. that,
0: too. And my, the way I just it in my head was, Wylan is still, like, kind of a new, like, Matthias, I think, gets more into the, it, it's it, more of a member of the crew than Wylan is.
2: Well, he's so mm-hmm. tied to Nina's backstory. I, mm-hmm. I also think that maybe we don't know we don't get Wyland's point of view purely for the big like the reveal at the end that he yes. can't read and write. Ah, oh. and why. I also think by not giving that's him a POV in some ways it's like that's a written piece of work and he can't read or write. And so I was mm. I was thinking like maybe maybe Lee didn't pur- purposely didn't give him his own POV because she would have to write his voice and he can't write his voice and he can't read his voice
1: so he doesn't have one mm. but then does he get I one in next hat. book does he get one in the next book yeah. i don't know does he
0: get one in crooked kingdom Can yeah
1: yes wyland does get his own wyland has chapters in the second
0: oh interesting oh great okay, okay. they all I like have, that they all
1: have chapters oh
0: i can't wait for that
1: um really quick before we go into the characters i yes. want to ask y'all's opinion on the pacing and the dialogue like uh, what did both. y'all think about them both fantastic. What do you think of the pacing? What do you think of the dialogue? Anna, you had a really interesting comment that the dialogue sometimes felt like a screenplay, yes. but in a good way. Yes, it really did to
2: me. So I, I have a tendency to read books like plays. Me too. And mm-hmm. um, I think that's our theater, I background. Think that's our theater <laughs> background. Yeah. Yeah. I just, and, and to me, that's not a bad thing. Um, no. Authors who can show me their writing, and the action, mm. rather than just, like, adding me with inner telling. monologue and telling me, yes. is so interesting. And that's what I feel like Lee does. And that's why I say it reads to me like a screen Show me don't because tell. there was so much back and forth, and it was so quick, um, that it was really fun to read, because it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, Aaron Sorkin mm. in that way, where, like, it goes back and forth, back and forth really fast, and you're, like, yes. walking mm. and talking and walking and talking. And I, it, it, it translates quick well dialogue. in my mind. Yeah, quick dialogue. And it's fun. And the banter it is was so just,
1: fun. Yeah
0: so good at that. I learned so much about these characters from watching them interact with each other and watching how they handled situations yeah. for parceling out stuff in the dialogue in a great way. Yeah.
1: The only reason I ask about pacing is because our last book that we just read was Crown of Gilded Bones, which oh, we yes. had some major issues with the pacing on, but I felt like the pacing in this was like perfection, I personally. totally
0: agree. I was never bored. I was never like, why are we no, here? No, I wasn't bored, but I also thought it
2: was a good... I, I love a quick fast-paced read, but I, I also get, mm-hmm. I get annoyed when I think things when I think things are being rushed uh-huh. and I didn't feel like anything was really that rushed in this book um there was it a has. few instances which we can get into maybe later with like plot stuff but um mm. there was a few things where I was like I would have loved to spend a little bit more time with some of yeah. the heist things but then again you know it's really hard to write a heist book it's really hard yeah. to get into that and If you can't break it down perfectly, sometimes it's like, you know, better to leave it off the plate, you know, and then just jump to the next scene. And so I, I forgave yeah. her for that because there were some things where I'm like, I just don't know that you really could have added more here. I want more, but I don't know that you could do it right. successfully.
1: Yes, I agree. One
0: thing, though, that I just remembered. Mm, yeah. I wanted to mention of the beginning um, with the, the POVs, the, the seamless woven backstories. Truly. Um,
1: truly seamless. Something
0: that was really well done was at the beginning, I had no idea who Jordy was. Yes. I was like, is Jordy alive? Is Jordy a villain? Mm. Is Geordi a ghost? Mm. Who Who is Jordy? And why is his voice haunting him? Like, who be who be Jordy? (laughs) Who you be, Jordy? But really, Jordy, Jordy uh,
1: like, who are you? Valid. He was so, Valid. <laughs>
0: I was like, I know he's important. Whoever he is, he is important. And Whoever when? he be, <laughs> he is important. <laughs> and the point is, though, I thought it was an interesting um, parceling of info that we knew yeah. Jordy was a big deal from the beginning. We just didn't know who he was. Yeah, um, and
1: then you find out, because on the boat, Inej, like, calls him out and is like, why? She's like, whenever Pekka Rollins' name gets brought up, like, it's, mm-hmm. it feels, like, personal between you guys. And Kaz like tries to like brush it yeah. off, and she's like, "No, like, what's going on with you guys?" And he basically he's like, "Pecker, he, says he killed-, killed, he killed my brother."
0: And then she goes, "You had a brother?" And he goes, "I had a lot of things." Oh, yeah. And it's like, "Oh God, sweet Kaz,
1: you I know. Of- oh my gosh, truly." Uh, all right. So let's should we just jump to Kaz? Yes. Should we talk 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 it up? Let's talk about my oh, he's sweet- he's the opposite of a sweet angel boy. So I mean, Jennifer- he he
0: is at the beginning of this, when I text y'all and was like, here's what I think that Kaz is. Tell me if I'm correct. I I said, you love me a cold bad boy that is deep down a hurt sweet angel boy with a sad backstory.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That is spot on. Oh, I just love him. He's this cold, distant, mysterious bad boy that you just want to fix. And you just want him to, like, give you something. And when he does, you're like, oh, my God, this is everything. (laughs) I love you. I will treasure it. (laughs) I will treasure it forever. Like, I was telling... Uh, Christina and Anna you know because we read a lot of fantasy romance and I was like okay I just I want to set the expectation that there is romance of a sort in Mm -hmm. this book but I wouldn't say there's like an explicit romance. It's
0: not romance driven. Yes
1: it's not romance driven but the things that you do get are just like little droplets of just like they sustain you and then you're just you're just like you're a, in a drought,
0: and they're just like little drills Yeah, in the brain. and you and just like, get
1: a you just get <laughs> enough
0: oh, treasure in it, treasure in it to and quench then, the thirst. Quench and then, do I read it, everything into those scenes? And was I texting you about each of them in yeah. all caps, screaming yeah. at you
1: about them? Well, I was. I truly was. But do, I think that was a deliberate choice on her part. Yeah, to make it like so not about that. That when you do get those moments, they're more almost more special to me mm-hmm. than in a book where every other page is just like. Oh my God. I love yeah. you.
0: It almost felt like you were on the journey to get to that vulnerable place with them. Like you were <gasps> wanting that for them, but you saw them yes. almost like earn it or like yeah. emotionally justify it. Yeah. You know? totally. like Yeah. Like you saw that journey to get them to the place where they could be in love instead of just like insta-love. I saw you. And so therefore we're mates and we love each other. Totally. Um,
1: okay. But let's talk about our, our main boy, oh. Dirty Hands, <laughs> Mr. Brecker. What, what
0: were your thoughts on the Dirty Hands? Your thoughts Behind so it. to me,
1: it was like twofold. Mm-hmm. The yes. obvious one that everyone else why everyone else calls him that is just like he's not afraid to get his hands dirty. I mean, exactly. he literally pulls a dude's eyeball out of his head oh, in yeah, this that book. That was
2: that was like some cat's it was. Total,
1: yes, I love that yes, scene. but then also I love the that he has his phobia with his hands and mm-hmm. that he wears mm-hmm. gloves, absolutely, and that he feels like his I think he feels like he not just his hands but like he himself is like tainted and dirty because of what he went through. And he wears these gloves as like this armor against touching other people and- Mm -hmm. um,
0: It also I think adds to the mystery of the persona he's built around himself. That I think there's a point where he references he is totally okay with and is good with people like assuming he has claws or like there is something like wrong with like him it adds to him the persona of this like guy with his dirty deeds and his like scariness you know
1: there's a great line um that says there was no part of him that was not broken that had not healed wrong and there was no part of him that was not stronger for having been broken mm. oh i love that i think that is just that like-
0: also i think is an Interesting thing that ties into his cane, like he walks, yeah, with yeah. a limb yeah. and he mm-hmm. built it into his like thing persona. And,
1: his persona, yeah, yeah,
0: he built he took this, I don't know, vulnerability or like weakness and made it into this, he, yes, he made it his own, you know, he, yeah, he
1: took like a weakness and kind of, yeah, yeah, flipped it yeah. almost really quick on that note. So, in the acknowledgments, um, Lee Bardugo writes about this specific situation and she said. I have a degenerative condition called osteonecrosis. This basically translates to bone death, which sounds kind of gothy and romantic, but actually means that every step I take is painful and that I sometimes need to walk with a cane. Um, it's no coincidence that I chose to create a protagonist struggling with similar symptoms. And I often felt that Kaz and I were limping along this road together.
2: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: So I thought that was a really, I
2: had no idea. I didn't either. You write what you know. Writers write what they know. Absolutely.
1: And I love that she wrote that. Um, I love that she had Kaz Mm -hmm. have that. I love that he, you know, so often these protagonist males, are just, like, these alpha males who are just, like, the biggest, strongest guys I've ever seen. Like, Cassian and Azriel, and, and yes. just all these these warriors, right? Mm-hmm. And Rowan and Rhysand and they're all just, like, these alpha males. And I kind of loved that Kaz was just kind of a little bit broken and Absolutely. this, like, tenacious, scrappy fighter. Like, yeah. I just love he that. He has a
2: really good line. It's when, it's right after he, you know, threatens you know, one of the head, the gangs that they're meeting and they're, the, the, that whole beginning scene with the gang. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And
2: Inej confronts him later
1: mm-hmm. on the
2: person that he was portraying, like the person that he was being and like the things that he was saying he was going to do to this man's like innocent girlfriend. And Kaz mm-hmm. says, when everyone knows you're a monster, you needn't waste time doing every monstrous thing and oh I
1: love uh, that it's, it's kind me of too. like
2: it kind of reminds me like of Reese and um just kind of how like you can per- you pretend to be this person that you're not because it it scares people and it's such it's mm-hmm. actually just a wall you've built it's a protection it's a defense mechanism yes if you pretend to be this people will think it of you and you don't have to get close
1: yes, yes. it's it's another piece of his armor mm-hmm.
0: absolutely Uh, Okay, well, one other quote about Kaz
1: I wanted to say. Oh, yes, my love. Go. (laughs)
0: Um, So we just got Matthias on the ship, and uh, Matthias calls him a demon, Uh and he goes, "Uh, You think a year in Hellgate hardened you up, taught you to fight? Hellgate would have been paradise to me as a child. You move like an ox. You'd last about two days on the streets where I grew up. This is your one free pass, Hubard. Don't test me again. Nod so I know you understand. Yes. (laughs) It was just, it's such a good, like, shows us what a badass he is, and also is like, wait, how, why was your childhood so bad? Where'd you grow up? What
1: What yeah. happened? Yeah. What, what happened to you? It's like the like, perfect little, oh. it's, a, it's a show don't tell moment. Like yes. It's 100% like, perfect. it is the a perfect show don't tell. We're like, we are like, wait, what? Like, huh? what happened to you as a child? And you're because like,
0: because oh. also up until this moment, we see Matthias as like this big badass guy. Mm-hmm. And then Kaz yes. is like, no, no,
1: no, 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 Um. One more thing about Kaz and then the, We probably should move on. Well, um, Kaz reminds me a lot of Aylin from Throne of Glass. Yes, 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 Um, yes, yes. Both of them, I just was, when I was rereading this, something that really struck me is like the similarities between them and that they do not trust anybody ever. Anybody. Nobody. They have major trust issues. They do not like to reveal all parts of any plan ever. Literally any of them. And the whole rest of the crew is just like, wait, what? Like you didn't tell us this, and he was like, "Oh yeah, there well is, I have a backup plan." There are so plan. many
2: times in the there are so many times in the book with the plot that like people are like, "The fuck is going on?" And then all of a sudden, Kaz is like, "Don't worry, guys,
1: just kidding." I like this.
2: I thought, like Inej, you know, got, was gonna like end up in jail because you know when she's trying to sneak into the to the. festival or whatever and then she did that whole thing on purpose because Kaz gave her a separate mission to get a diamond
0: I know
1: and I know that we never you never read that
0: and that's the kind of thing that I totally felt with Ailyn where I was like what Girl, we were stressed out, and you could have told us. Come on. Yes. yes. And like, of course, yes, like totally on purpose. But also, wait, like the part where um Je- the boat blows up, yeah. And Jasper is like, uh you could have told us. And Kaz is like, moving on. We're done. Let's go.
1: He <laughs> wastes no time. Like he has yeah. no time for he has any
2: zero tolerance for bullshit
1: about anything. Yes. No, we're done
2: with this conversation. I give the rules. You follow them. I give the directions, yep. you follow them. 100%. And that's
0: like, why he go. is the leader. That's why
1: um, he's the, he's... He's always two steps ahead. Yep.
0: Just love
1: him. But okay. let's move on to the Inej. Wraith.
0: Oh, God, I love her so much.
1: Inej. She was a wonderful character. She's a fantastic, mult. I just, she has so much depth to her character. I yeah. love her personality. I, everything
0: about her, the, the Wraith thing, like how she's silent and can climb things. And yes. Like, that's just such a, an interesting trait that I don't... I can't remember seeing done this way in other characters.
1: No, no. She's, like, scaling walls, and she has her knives that she has names for all oh, of I them. Oh, I love the, the,
2: the um, like, the habitual ritual the, that she does, but touching and, and saying the name of each knife, and each yes. knife is named after a saint.
0: Also, yes, just a little tie to Shadow and Bone, one of them is um, saint, saint Alina. Saint Alina. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Santa oh, really? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Oh, I like that. That's a good tie-in. Another,
0: you know... she's just she's so strong the strength that it took and like reading her at that point when they're in the ice court her accepting and then like putting her game face on and putting those clothes back on to pretend like she's back in the menagerie and putting that tattoo back on her wrist and like just like committing to putting herself back in that was so well written there's a point Mm. where nina is like Are you are you sure are you okay? Because she's about like have the tattoo put back on her that she has that vicious scar. The brothel
1: tattoo, yeah, yeah. She had removed. Yeah,
0: she and and as says it's war paint.
1: Yeah, it is. It's her battle. It's her battle paint.
0: And because she and then Nina's like, I'll take it off immediately when we get on the ship. Uh. It's gonna be fine. And she does, and And they have that great sweetheart like sweet friendship moment where like you see that beautiful friendship moment with them. They're sitting there and, and she puts her head on Nina's shoulder yes. and uh, oh. she like takes her arm and takes the tattoo off. And it's just, it's
1: their friendship is, yeah. is you don't get as much of it obviously. Cause there's a no. lot going on, but again, like the moments that you do get between them are just really great. And I, totally. I love that they found each other in the midst of like this hard, hard life. Cause even though they're safe, like their lives are still hard. Like, yeah. Inez is scaling walls constantly and incapacitating people and killing people and, well, and she's I think the Wraith, she's the spider. Like it's her life is still not easy.
0: Yeah. And I think that's why I was so torn because all I wanted in the world was her and Kaz to have a moment. Like literally you know. they have barely a moment where nothing actually really happens. Like in other contexts, I'd be like, well, that wasn't even that romantic of a scene. What's going on? And I was so excited about it. Like, they gave me barely anything. Like, he, she cupped his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> and then she said two words to him and he didn't respond. But my God, I live for it.
1: You know? Like, right?
0: I, but I'm saying, like, that, I, I clearly, like, breathe and die for them to be together. But I also am so proud of her and, like, love this journey of her being like no i'm gonna get a ship and i'm gonna go after mm-hmm. the 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 slaver i'm gonna go after like their buyers
1: and the. she's redeeming
2: like-, like or not she's, like, like, she's not redeeming but it's not even re- and it's not revenge it's i'm going to save people from what i've gone through i'm going to make the world a better place
1: yeah
0: yeah totally and then she says this oh man she's such a badass okay so she says i want to call that storm she thought and four million krug might be enough to do it enough for her own ship Something small and fierce and laden with firepower. Something like her. She would hunt the slavers and their buyers. They would learn to fear her and they would know her by her name. The heart is an arrow. It demands aim to land true. She clung to the wall, but it was purpose she grasped at long last. And that carried her upward. She was not a lynx or a spider or even the wraith. She was Inej Gaffa, and her future was waiting above. Mm, oh, I love
1: that. I love that. That scene, the whole battle that she goes through when it's oh. like her her shoes are melting into her feet, oh and God, she's like, I can't I can't feet. do it. Nina's
2: trying to pull the rubber out of her feet because it's, yes. it's literally oh. melted
1: into her melted. feet. Melted into her feet. Uh, I mean, y'all, that and then whole And she's scene, pretty much just
0: like, I'm going to die. She, like, accepts yeah. it. Yeah. And then it starts raining on her raining. face.
1: Oh, God. And she even says, like, Kaz would just say it's the weather. But, like, no. Yeah. This is not, Like, it just. Oh, my gosh. That whole her moment. with That whole little scene. little
0: feet with the shoes. I
1: know.
0: And she's wearing Kaz's gloves, too, which I thought was powerful. I
1: know. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I also um, love this one quote that she
2: has with yes. her with her father and I'm wondering oh, uh, yeah, I'm I love I'm this hoping poem. that it'll come into play in the next book whether it's we'll talk about it after I say the quote. But it's it's in the beginning of the book or towards the beginning. And mm-hmm. you know, she's he's talking she's having a memory of her father and so he says, Many boys will bring you flowers, but someday you'll meet a boy who will learn your favorite flower, your favorite song, your favorite sweet.' and even if he is too poor to give you any of them it won't matter because he will have taken the time to know you as no one else does only that boy earns your heart oh and it was just a, oh I don't know and I'm I hoping that there's that. something I don't know I thought maybe in the next book there'll be something that like Kaz maybe it's not a flower maybe it's her favorite knife <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah and he can sing she about probably, it maybe that's her favorite song probably,
1: she probably does have a favorite knife um i love that i love that so quote. that kind of
0: ties into like the whole thing with when you know she gets out of the the incinerator and the whole uh-huh. thing and and then kaz is there and she's like when we get back i'm leaving um and i was like no you can't don't leave um i know but he says you should you're always too good for the barrel uh but anyways so then kaz snagged her wrist and Inej, his gloved thumb move across her pulse, trace the top of the feather tattoo. If we don't make it out, I want you to know.
1: Oh, Kaz. She waited.
0: Yeah, she waited. She felt hope rustling its wings inside her, ready to take flight at the right words from Kaz. She willed that hope into stillness. The words would never come. The heart is an arrow. And then she reached up and touched his cheek, which, like, he was having a nervous breakdown because she was touching his cheek.
1: He was freaking out.
0: Um, But she says then, if we don't survive this night... I will die unafraid, Kaz. Can you say the same? And then she says, His eyes were nearly black. The pupils dilated. She could see it took every last bit of his terrible will for him to remain still beneath her touch. And yet he did not pull away. She knew it was the best he could offer, but it was not enough. It was not and enough. Like, oh my God, but you don't know what's happened to the sweet boy. It is enough. I This know. is taking everything in him.
1: I know. But the quote
0: from her dad. Yes. She's like, I
1: deserve
0: this man totally. who's gonna give me everything I want mm-hmm. you know and but she I like just...
1: she also her standards are so low for Kaz <laughs> <laughs> like she just she's like just say something and he's like Kent and she's like damn it Kaz like also she, like just, my
0: standard is that you don't shy away from my touch touch just literally on your cheek just a, a little cup of a cheek
1: a little cup and he's like oh god can't she's like but, okay well like okay. literally but then
0: also he talks about when she touched his cheek and he says oh my god like this is later he thought of an edge's hand on his cheek his mind had gone jagged at the sensation a riot of confusion it had been terror and disgust and in all that clamor desire a wish that lingered still the hope that she would touch him again oh, oh god just figure it out you sweet souls <laughs> <laughs> just- Come on. Oh, damn it. wait does someone have our favorite Inej quote though about the armor oh
1: yes okay hang on here we go here we go so okay so she says you're about to be rich Kaz what will you do when there's no more blood to shed or vengeance to take there's always oh. more oh. more money more mayhem more scores to settle was there never another dream he said nothing what had carved all the hope from his heart she might never know Inez turned to go. Kaz seized her hand, keeping it on the railing. He didn't look at her. Stay, he said, his voice rough stone. Stay in Ketterdam. Stay with me. She looked down at his gloved hand, clutching hers. Everything in her wanted to say yes, but she would not settle for so little, not after all she'd been through. What would be the point? He took a breath. I want you to stay. I want you to. I want you. You want me, she turned the words over. Gently, she squeezed his hand. And how will you have me, Kaz? He looked at her then, eyes fierce, mouth set. It was the face he wore when he was fighting. "How will you have me?" she repeated, fully clothed, gloves on, your head turned away so our lips can never touch. He released her hand, his shoulders bunching, his gaze angry and ashamed as he turned to face his face to the sea. Maybe it was because his back was to her that she could finally speak the words. I will have you without armor, Kaz Brecker, or I will not have you at all. It
0: makes me, like, gives me chills.
1: Go- oh. Full body goosebumps. And,
0: you know, and the journey to that quote feels so, you are in it with him at oh. that yes. point. You are like, 100%. yes, I, I, and as you deserve him without armor. And you're like, Kaz, break down that armor, babe. You yes. can do it.
1: Let her but in. This, this oh. was the, so, and so, sorry, one more line. And she just says, Speak, she begged silently. Give me a reason to stay. For all his selfishness and cruelty, Kaz was still the boy who had saved her. She wanted yes. to believe he was worth saving too.
0: He is. Oh he my is, God, he is! Saving. I just, my heart, my heart, my heart. Oh guys,
1: well, okay. So, the one of the great lines at the very end is he says, <gasps> "I'm gonna get my money and I'm gonna get my girl." Yes. And I'm like, yes, guys. I- love go that line go get
0: your girl go get your girl i oh love that did line i squeal so a little much. bit when did i read I that squeal? Did, did i squeal in bed I last like, night ee! with my husband asleep next to me sure did, <laughs> sure, did. sure did was i like ee! and he like rustled a little bit I was like, like quiet, <laughs> yes quiet, quiet, squeal, like
2: like. oh my god
0: love you it. guys i didn't know i no.
2: thought kaz was gonna be taken Oh, interesting! I totally thought that Kaz would... was getting on that boat, and it was all a setup, and he was going to get taken, and then Inej was going to be like, "Okay, I have to postpone my, you know, mm. s- setting off on my adventure, mm-hmm. and I am gonna, mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna put the drugs together, and we're gonna rescue Kaz." That's what oh. I thought was going to happen. I love that you did not guess because, as <laughs> we all know, Anna guesses everything. I was
0: say, Anna usually knows every reveal in a book, so this is a fun new. New when genre. you were like, oh, I thought
1: Kaz was going to get kidnapped. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I remember Ooh, texting you. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm just
2: going to call it. I'm going to say this. Although I did call Pecca Rollins. I did, you did. Call was...
0: and I Wait, so one more thing. At the end, after he says, I'm going to get my money, Kaz vowed, and I'm going to get my girl. Inej could never be his. Not really. Ooh. But he would find a way to give her the freedom he promised her so long ago. Dirty hands had come to see the rough work done.
1: Oh, guys. that That is... I'm kind of here for that. I'm kind <laughs> <am> of into <laughs> here it. Here for it. So um, okay, let's move on to Matthias and Nina. Yes, the way oh. she
0: told us their story was genius. Love
1: it. Yeah. love it. Genius. Like I we... love their backstory. Oh, like I, I mean, not we... like you know, it's not about oh, it's, like it's, it's so
0: interesting. So good. I was hooked on from the very beginning on that man. The way they are intro, so like you meet them, and then you're like, so, in a good oh way. Oh my gosh, are they in love? He's choking her. She loves him. Do they not? Are oh, they in love? That? What's going on. Like yes. the wolves. Oh. Oh. oh, oh.
2: So this whole time they're rescuing. She goes to rescue him, and I'm thinking like, okay, they clearly love each other. Like something yes. happened, and like she rushes to him when they get into the cell after they're rescuing him from the prison. He's uh-huh. all beaten up and hurt, and she goes to heal yeah. him because she's a Grisha and she's a heart renderer. And and then he like wakes up and he starts choking her and I was like whoa whoa dude what's going on yeah. it's, it's your Nina like don't you or, love and she's her? like oh okay it's okay and then he just chokes her and like wait what what's it reminded going me on? of Hunger Games and <gasps> yes with Peta yes. with Peta oh, yes yes and, and he's
1: brainwashed yes, and
2: he's
0: brainwashed and so that's what I
2: thought Good. I was like oh okay he just doesn't yes. know where he is and oh, then you find then out he no
0: the about- tomboy
1: is pissed. oh he knows. Oh, he's, he's pissed.
0: pissed. And then he he's like, um, traitor, witch, abomination. All those words came to him, but others crowded in too. Beautiful, charmed one, little red bird. Like, it's like, oh. wait, what's going on? Do you love her or not? I need to know. So
2: wait, okay, and then so you don't find out for so long. Bird, sorry. He calls her little, yeah. little red bird twice, and I...
0: Does she have red hair? I love it. Her Grisha color is red.
1: The Grisha color oh, is red.
2: Oh, okay. Because yeah. I was like, is there something we haven't learned yet in their backstory about some it's not damn right. red bird? No. Oh, I
0: mean, I feel like their story in particular was like action-packed nonstop with uh-huh. me wanting more up it, until the very yeah. end.
2: Well, it was such a roller coaster. I mean, they literally are enemies to lovers to enemies to lovers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: They
1: are the exact example yeah. of this story. Oh, Matthias goes on a huge journey- throughout this whole book of struggling with his feelings towards the grisha and what he was taught his whole life and
2: and you know it's like it's the whole idea that hate is bred it's not
1: born yes yes you know matthias lives in the black and white and their whole relationship is just a complicated gray area of of prejudice on both sides and i mean matthias's family was killed by grisha yeah. Nina is like I'm just living. Like you, I'm, you, you hate yeah. me for who I am. I had no choice in being born. Like I'm just a person, and I just oh my. Uh, their relationship. I mean, Kaz and Inej is like a different type of uh, just incredible. Like I love their relationship, and we all like hope yes. and yearn for those moments. But Nina and Matthias's relationship it's is so, so beautifully done. Yes, and it's it's so the, gritty. It's very gritty. He says this thing about her when when we first get the the flashback of the
0: storm. And and he says, it had started with a storm and in a way that storm had never ended. Nina had blown into his life and with the wind and rain and set his world spinning, he'd been off balance ever since.
1: Mm. Oh, I love that. She does. She shakes... She shakes up his life. She shakes up what he she makes him question thought he always yeah. knew. She makes him question everything. And Thias just struggles so much with what he has been taught to believe his entire life. He has devoted his mm-hmm. life to eradicating Grisha. And so before y'all read this book and we were reading Throne of Glass, I said there is a character in Six of Crows who reminds me a lot of Kale. And yes. When y'all read this book you will hopefully know who i'm talking about and yeah. matthias reminds me a lot of kale in that he is so loyal he mm-hmm. believes very much in the right and wrong of situations yeah, there's no gray. and he is there's no great, it's just this is right and this is wrong and wants to do the right thing. And he is so loyal to, to like, Kale to his kingdom and Matthias to his country and to his men. You really see him be faced with, like, what if everything that I've been taught is a yeah. lie.
0: And Nina forces him to face that, yeah, I think.
1: Absolutely, because he sees her and he's like, she's not evil, mm-hmm. she's yeah. not a witch.
0: He says this thing she- about her, he goes, she'd shown him in a thousand ways that she was honorable and strong and generous and very human, maybe more vividly human than anyone he'd ever known. And if she was, then Grisha weren't inherently evil. They were like anyone else, full of the potential to do great good and also great harm. To ignore that would make Matthias the monster. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. That's when he's, which we gotta get to that twist of the, did he betray her? He didn't, he did. What's going on? Ugh. Um. But we finally figure out that like he is on the, the right side. And then, so he's like p- made the mentor pass out. Then he says, he knew his mentor could not hear him, but he spoke the words anyway, the life you live, the hate you feel, it's poison. I can drink it no longer. Matthias locked oh. the cell door and hurried down the passage toward Nina, Towards something more.
1: Oh, I love that. The it's po- so it is it's po- the poison. He's just being fed.
0: Such a complicated relationship. Yeah, so, so well done. And you find all this out in parcelled out flashbacks yeah. and in conversations. There is like not a lot of info dumping. And I and we leave being like, what a complex, beautifully executed relationship. Like yeah, it was just
1: so complex.
0: So okay, the first time you read it, Kim and Anna. This time, were you at all? Did you for a second think that he actually betrayed her? Whenever they were in the in the cells? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I did. I, I did, for sure. Well, only for a I second. I didn't
2: when he first locked her in. And then when he was doing the walk. Yeah, yeah. So this was my issue. So That's when tough. he first locked her in, I was like, okay, this is fake. I don't think this is real. But then he's mm-hmm. walking with Brahm and he's talking with Brahm And it's almost like in that moment, if you go back and, because I reread it. It's Mm -hmm. almost like he's, it's in that moment that he's talking himself out of it. Like he's talking Mm. to Brom and he's, and then as I'm reading it, I'm going, wait a second. Okay. Did he not betray her, but, or, or did he betray her? But now he started talking himself out of it.
0: And and it it, definitely mm. reads like that. It reads like that.
2: And so that's why. There's a quote
0: where he says in that, in that walk, mm -hmm. he says he had longed to see her made captive, punished as he had been punished. And yet. After everything that they'd been through, he was not surprised by the pain he felt at seeing it come to pass. Yeah. And it was like, wait, so did you just actually lock so her
2: up to So as I was reading that, I was getting confused because I was like, no, I really didn't yeah. think he... I didn't think this is the way this was going to go down. And I think that's what bothered me a but, little bit because, like, you do start to see him. You see him question. You learn his backstory. You know that at some point before he gets sent to prison that he had started to care for um, Nina. Mm-hmm. but i think what i think that's one of the instances where i think it was a bit rushed where i would have I, liked to see a bit more of a turn a little bit earlier on it felt a little abrupt like i get that mm-hmm. okay I, well, f- he i'm says, fully turning my back on everything i know
0: well then right. yeah like really no until that moment but i felt excited about that reveal. yeah no no i was because very because I was excited and
2: i loved i love when he does free her um Oh yeah Oh let me see I have the it's so beautiful. It says She ran to him and he swept her up in his arms. He buried his face in her hair. She felt his lips move against her ear when he said, I never want to see you like this again. Do you mean the dress or the cell? A laugh shook him. Definitely the cell. Then he cupped her face in her in his hands. And he says some words in Fjordian that I cannot pronounce. No. <laughs> Nina swallowed Same. hard. She remembered those words and what they truly meant. I have been made to protect you. Only in death will I be kept from this oath. It was the vow of the Druskelli to, to Fiera, And now it was Matthias's promise to her. Oh, oh. And I love that because it's like full circle. Like he made that vow totally. to his people. Yes. And now he's saying, I don't, I, I'm making this vow for you. Like I, I, I forsake everything that I was taught and I am here for you now.
1: I
0: love that choice that he said the oath, but to her. And I such love that. Choice.
1: I love the significance of that. And then obviously we have to talk about Nina's sacrifice, taking the drug, oh! saving them. Did anybody else like have a guess that she was going to take the drug eventually? Nope. But, no. Nope. Really?
0: No. Nope. Set that up. <laughs> Did they? I was too busy hanging on for a, a cup, uh, a cheek cup, <laughs> and
1: uh, <laughs> a touch of a glove. I was too busy really
0: focusing on the touch of the gloved hand. And of
2: course, Anna's yes.
1: like, ah, uh, yes, I see the setup. Oh, Our little sleuth. Somebody
0: had to take it. I, I thought that, then it just, and I didn't think it was going to be Nina. I thought that like maybe we had just figured out that Jasper was Grisha. So I yeah. thought that maybe we were going to have Jasper take it because that was a reveal that he was Grisha. But then I'm glad we didn't, considering his addictive no, personality, that would he, not have He,
1: he would, be would have been
0: screwed. Yeah. yeah, that would not have been So good.
1: screwed. But no, so Nina. So Nina takes it. Oh, she has written, to. They're, they're, they're cornered. Oh, they have no way out.
0: The way that was written, they're counting down, like seven. Oh,
1: six. Seven And Matthias is like,
0: no. And she's like, Six. Five, and she's like, you have to kill me if I if I won't take it, but you have to kill me if you do what's right, Matthias. And he's like, no, like, four, three. I was like, this is too
1: much. It was, it was so intense. It takes a major
0: one for the team here. Major
1: and, one.
2: And I mean, yeah. I do remember. So when they made they made the comment like a few chapters back that like the first dose isn't what's addicting, it's the second dose. So I was like, okay, Nina's gonna take it. Of course, she's gonna fight through it because she's super strong. Like she's gonna be able to do this. So she took the drug and like everyone's freaking out. I'm like, nope, she's got this. She can do it. She's gonna be. And then there's that beautiful moment with her and Matthias. At the end Oh on the boat. Oh god it's on the boat
0: when she's like going through withdrawals. Yes,
2: and she says it's bad, like really bad withdrawals. The quote is stay, she panted, tears leaked from her eyes. Stay till the end. And after, he said, and always. I want to feel safe again. I want to go home to Ravka. Then I'll take you there. We'll set fire to raisins or whatever you heathens do for fun. (laughs) Zealot, she said weakly. Witch, barbarian, Nina, he whispered. Little red bird, don't go
0: sweetest
1: freaking thing ever oh my god little I red bird.
0: oh my god see and that's the thing how how did we get from like one of them I think at one point he's like death would be too good for her to yeah. this like 200 pages later I'm like yes. don't go my
2: little red bird
0: like oh bird, and you're
2: like yes don't god. go little
0: red bird little red bird, oh, bird. god two birds, two birds. Oh, oh, okay okay yeah so just one last thing about matthias and nina yes. to kind of just you know wrap wrap uh-huh, them up just uh-huh. really showing the arc that he goes on really from nina love like it we see him say it when they're in the cell mm-hmm. but then after nina's taken the drug and she is about to kill all of the yeah. Driscoll, he says nina you taught me to be something better they could be taught to mm. and then mm. he says they fear you as i once feared you as you once feared me, we're all someone's monster, Nina. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just so good. I just think that Love was just that. so powerful and so telling and really, like, showed their arc of of where they'd come from and where they'd gotten yes. to by the end,
1: you know? Also, really interesting, Christina, that, like, everyone is someone's monster. Like, Kaz is a monster to so many people. Yeah. Yes. But his monster is Pekka Rollins. Oh. And that is his, like ultimate yep. i just, also
0: i thought he killed pekka for sure i did too percent
1: i still don't know why he had blood all over him then if he didn't i think he heard a, there was a guard he did say involved, he killed a guard so he but i think
2: at the yeah. time you're supposed to think he was lying
1: oh yeah i think okay. he really did kill a guard okay got it that's, um that's that makes sense but that checks out.
0: how intense was that moment where you know where he's been and you didn't see how the how the conversation ended and he comes running in with blood all over him and he's like he's like run run." run,
1: go and Jessica's like like, like, waiting for him and he's like go run and you're like oh my god oh my god and the bells are clanging and it's just like oh
0: my god i also speaking of the bells the way that she did the chapter names with the (gasps) time of what bell was going off was fucking genius that was actually very helpful too because yes. I could like
2: time, like, okay, mm-hmm. this is okay. They're supposed to meet at nine bells and three quarters. Okay, we're only at nine bells and a half. Okay, we have 15 yep. minutes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just so smart. So well done. I love how she did that because yeah. I think it very easily could have gotten very chaotic with five different POVs and a heist. And it's she kept really it to where, like, shocking beautiful. how she kept it so so concise. I know concise. It's, it's very it's impressive. Beautiful. Kudos to you, Lily. Kudos. <laughs> um, okay, so let let's talk about our little cutie kitty flirtation between Jesper and Wyland. Oh, cutie thought... They were so cute. So cute. Jesper's lines
2: were like so Matthew from Chain of Gold. I was yeah. laughing hysterically. Yes. He was yes. so oh, funny. Oh, that's a great pullout. Yes, that's he's really, so
1: funny. I think he was the comedic relief that this story yes. needed because yes. it does get very intense, very stressful, very dark at times.
0: Yes, yeah. Um Agreed. Were we surprised that Jesper was a Grisha? Because I was.
1: Oh, I, yes, I did I not was. see that coming.
0: Up! Oh, ding, ding, ding! Oh, ding fast ding, Anna's ding. test. Did everybody hear that?
1: <laughs> Anna didn't see it ding, coming. Ding, ding, ding. I actually totally forgot about that part, you guys. Like when he did that to the cells, I was yeah. like, "Wait, just like, a grisha." just doing that. I was like, "I was like,
2: what the hell?"
1: What? A really cute. I think our favorite moment between them is um, it's kind of the build up. They've been there's been some little like flirtations between uh-huh. them the entire yes. book. Little hints, as, as Lee likes to do, and they are like trying to hack at this link and break this gate, <laughs> and they're bantering back and forth. He says, uh, my name is Wylan, and you're right. I don't have any business criticizing you. Don't start doing that. What? Agreeing with me, said Jesper. Sure path to destruction. I don't like the idea of killing people either. I don't even like chemistry. What do you like? Music, numbers, equations. They're not like words. They they don't get mixed up. If oh, only you could that talk makes so to much girls. Sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. They don't get mixed I up. I know. Oh, Sorry. Boy. Boy. If only you could talk to girls and equations. There was a long silence, and then, eyes trained on the notch they created in the link, Wyland said, Just girls? Oh, yay. Jesper restrained a, a grin. No, not just girls. Yeah. It really was a shame. They were all probably going to die tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: That's oh really interesting, though. That's a little clue to him. I didn't
1: pick up on that the first, obviously, yes. the first time. Interesting.
0: Oh, what a sad reveal at the end. His fucking dad's the worst. Oh, the his I
1: know. dad is the worst, and he's been writing them and letters. He,
0: he was, like, taunting him in those mean letters. He was like, if you can read this, like, oh, what a fucking asshole. Yeah,
1: he, wa- he is the fucking You know who he reminds me of. <gasps> Simon from Bridgerton, the
0: Duke, his dad. Yes. yes. Oh, there's a moment, though, speaking of how terrible his dad mm-hmm. is, there's a moment where Jesper defends him to his dad. Oh yeah! He goes, "You're the fool," Jesper snarled. He's smarter than most of us put together, and he deserves a better father than you. (gasps) So good, and he doesn't even know that Wyland's actually there. (gasps) That's no. Oh, that's even better. He doesn't even know that he's standing there listening. I love that. Before we move
2: on, I just want to say this really funny quote from Jesper. So this is maybe one of my favorite quotes in the book that Jesper says, and it's when they. You know they've they've done the whole march through the ice like tundra, and they've gone through the gates, and they're being marched to their cell. And Jasper says, "Well, we've managed to get ourselves locked into the most secure prison in the world. We're either geniuses or the dumbest sons of bitches to ever breathe air." <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I love that loved is the perfect so it's quote. Like perfect. That is so good. So so um, good. Okay, there are two lines in this book that are like. Infamous. And one of them is, of course, I will have you without armor, Kaz or I will not have you at all. And the second one is no mourners, no funerals. So this is like the book basically, like if any if you ever hear a quote about the book, it's probably no mourners, no funerals. It's used very well. It's used very well. It's kind of their um, farewell to each other. Instead of saying like goodbye or good luck or anything like that, someone will say no mourners and everybody says no funerals back. And whenever the group separates they're doing their heist they say it to each other and at the end even Matthias says it which to me kind of signifies that he's like uh, he's like part of the group 100% that
0: like really touched me that he was like like said it back yeah I I, just I love it I think it's it's such an interesting it's two things like it's kind of saying we are we're outcasts we're criminals Uh like we're we don't have mourners Right? Like no one's gonna, we don't have people to mourn us. Right. And then it's also saying, this is our understanding between us that like we do dangerous shit and part of the Uh job, part of the risk is that we could die. And... We're all going into this understanding. So no mourning. Get over it. If something happens to us, we keep going. And yes, like, yes. Yes.
1: That to me, I just, I love this line. And I think because we hear it so early on, like you hear it like in the first, oh yeah. First, beginning of the first chapter. Absolutely. When they're about to split up and, and they say like, no mourners, no funerals. And it just sets the tone. Yeah. But yeah, to me, it's like, if there's no mourners, then yes. there's no funeral.
0: You're not attached to me. I'm not attached to you. This is business transaction. Right. We're all dangerous criminals. Let's go. But Really, they love each other so much. Yes, but they're
1: not gonna say that on the outside because we've got no, the armor. No, we yeah. don't have feelings. um But I just love at the end that Matthias says it, and to me that so just, powerful like, really when he just, says it, when mm-hmm. he like murmurs back and he's like, "No funerals," and I'm like, Matthias, oh. Matthias, um, so good. It's an iconic line. I just love it so much, and I I just love how it's oh, used. So good. So before we end, I want to hear from you guys. What are your Crooked Kingdom theories? What do you think is gonna oh happen? Gosh.
0: God, if we have I mean, to, I really hope we get an edge back quickly. Yeah, I, I really hope we don't spend half a book. She's like the strength of the team. The heart. And mm-hmm. I feel like she really kind of brings everyone together. Yeah. Um, so I also, I'm worried about Nina. I I know she's not going to take a second dose. I'm just, I'm worried how this drug is going to affect her long-term. I feel like there's, something's Mm going to happen. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think something bad's going to happen there and I'm scared about it. Yeah,
2: I'm nervous about Mm -hmm. Nina Mm -hmm. and I'm, I, I, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think she'll take a second dose because that would basically kill her. But um, I'm Mm -hmm. nervous because, like, even at the very end when they go to see Pekka Rollins, like, he notes that Nina is leaning on Matthias heavily and, like, not really with Mm -hmm. it. So I'm nervous about that. She's not doing well. She's not doing well. (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know, I'm excited to learn more about Jesper and Mm -hmm. I So I have some – I'm nervous about Inej and where she is. Like, I think Mm – I don't think we've seen the last of Helene.
0: She's the fucking. Dude, worst. Maybe Fuck her. maybe
2: Van Eck has sold her back to Helene. Oh no! And I'm mm. hopeful that no matter what mm-hmm. situation she's in, she's able to like fight her way out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want like Anes to rescue herself in a way, uh-huh. like from whatever okay. situation she's in, yeah, because me too. I think I think part of her biggest struggle lot in the last book was like she finally does face down Helene, but she felt so trapped the first time we saw when she first time she saw Helene before they left Ketterdam on their way to the boat you know she like froze uh-huh, uh-huh. and yeah. i'm wondering mm-hmm. if she's trapped again if she's gonna resort back to that but i would love to see her fight out of that on her own or something like that i don't know mm. i would
0: love to though for for her and kaz I look at me always wanting the romance but i really want a rescue moment like i want kaz and to be like i came to get you and i'm here blah. Mm-hmm. but maybe a cas saving poppy moment mm. where like i'm yes. here i came to get you but you're a badass you, you handle this you, right. yeah. you handle it. You kill him, babe. Maybe that kind of situation. Um, you know?
1: Okay, okay, okay. I want yep, Kaz yep, yep. to let
0: his armor down. Mm. We have to need some armor down. Break it down.
1: What do you think realistically is going to happen between him and Inez?
2: I mean, it's hard to say. Well, I don't... now that you say that, I think there's no love ending
1: here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Okay, I say that
1: because... This isn't Crown of Gilded Bones. Uh-huh. Like, it's not... Yeah, I was
0: gonna say, I think realistically, if we're looking at the world this is set in and where I, we've got this That's what I'm far... saying.
1: I'm just saying, like, where we yeah. are this far... I
0: would be happy with a, like... I'm staying in Ketterdam. We're holding hands. Do you want her to
1: stay or do you want her to go on her? Oh no her no no! Go.
0: I need to take that back. Okay, I would be happy with him being like Jesper. I'm giving you the drugs. I'm going on the boat with her, and that's, that's what, where we go. Yeah, leave. that's Ooh,
1: what I want. That would be cool. I,
2: I want that I would want be cool her because I think also if what she's doing is not really revenge. It's seeking justice, and it's and it's helping those who can't help themselves. And I would love for Kaz to join her on that because I Mm. think it would break down some other walls within himself. It would allow him to not feel like a monster.
0: I love that.
1: Totally. Oh, what about everybody else?
0: Okay, so Nina and Matthias, they've gone through enough struggle. They've gone through enough Mm -hmm. complexity. They've, like, we're leaving this book at a great place with them. Much further Mm -hmm. along than Kaz and Mm -hmm. and Anesh. So, like, I would Very love to true. have one couple that I'm like, this is my stable romance uh, I can count on and love. Mm-hmm. They are
1: in a much better place. Kaz and Inej are, are moving at a, a snail's pace. You I could just, call it glacial. Right. Glacial. I think they're in a much better place uh, emotionally than Kaz and Inej. Yes. Moving yes. into book two. Do you think that they get the money? Do you think, what do we think happens with the whole Vanek money? I don't really
2: know that there is money.
1: Oh! I mean if there okay. is any money
2: to be had I think he gets
0: it from Pekka Rollins when he screws him over. He mm. takes Pekka's money mm-hmm. to be full circle. What yeah. about the drug? See, I think that's gonna be a huge part of this next book too. Yeah,
2: either it all gets destroyed at the uh-huh. end or they somehow tailor it so that it's not like addicting it or something like mm. that.
0: Oh also, so just just a little little teaser, the back of the Crooked Kingdom book, uh-huh. there's a quote on it and it says, Jesper tapped his fingers restlessly. Has anyone noticed this whole city's looking for us, mad at us, or wants to kill us? So, said Kaz, well, usually it's just half the city.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love that.
0: And then it says, a war will be waged on the city's dark and twisting streets. A battle for revenge and redemption that will decide the fate of the Grisha world.
1: Mm. Dun, dun, dun! Y'all, it is good. It is... Intense, it is action-packed. You know, I'm gonna go start it right now, I girl. I too. I can't I wait. Okay, so let's wrap this up so we can all go start Crooked Kingdom. Okay, yes. I'm so happy you guys loved it. I knew you would, oh, but we I loved just, it. you know, I'm so happy this day has come. The day has come, and now our Crooked Kingdom day will come. Yes. And then
0: we're all gonna watch Shadow and Bone and talk about Yay! that, which is
1: yes. gonna be so, so cool. Also great. very excited to see Kaz and Jesper and Inej on screen.
0: Uh, I will say very quickly, I had a difficult time picturing Kaz especially, and mm-hmm. so I just looked at the IMDb casting page of the show.
1: And oh, yeah. what I did too. Spot on casting, you guys. Like, especially
0: Kaz. I thought that was great.
1: Casting. Freddie something. He is Kaz. Like, mm-hmm. he literally looks exactly Absolutely. how Inez looks, just how I pictured her. Jesper looks just how I. And even Lee, there's a video on her Instagram meeting the cast for the first time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this is eerie. This is crazy. Oh, that's because so cool. She's like, I, she wrote these characters and she's like, it's like you guys literally like came to yeah. life. Wow. That's so Which, cool. like how cool of a feeling is that like you wrote these characters Amazing. and then they're like standing in front of you amazing I amazing. love it All right, so our next
2: episode will be on book two
1: yes we can't, I can't wait, wait to go start reading
0: yes and until then follow us on Instagram at flights of fantasy podcast also visit our website at flights of fantasy podcast dot com and DM us let us know your thoughts on six of crows yes and we can't wait to see you back here for a cricket kingdom episode Woo-hoo! cheers and happy reading yes
1: thanks for listening happy reading bye bye no more <laughs> <is> no funerals <laughs> <laughs>